Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You got a lisp now? <laughs> What's going on? I've had my braces fitted. My braces oh, fitted. My braces. I've got my, my braces fitted. I've literally had them done about three hours ago. So this is the first time talking with them in. Um, and well, you can tell me, how does it sound? I, d- I actually think you sound normal, but oh, there is yes. a slight like... Only because you've told me. Slight list. And maybe we shouldn't have even been saying this on the podcast because <laughs> now everyone's going to be listening out for Zoe's list. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I've got to be honest with you. I had a brace when I was 12 because I had train tracks. I'd like, you know, back in the days where you had to yeah, have so I'm much Yeah, I'm having train tracks. I'm having them. What? I'm having them. Yeah. I missed my appointment. I went to Axel's assembly instead of going to have them fitted. But I will at some point have them. So, yes. Can we just no? Can we talk about this again? No, we in fact we haven't talked about it once. Why are you getting train tracks? You don't want them. I've still got baby teeth. Oh yeah, of course you can't. Yeah. You have to have them. I have to have them. Yeah. So what they're going to do? Pull the baby ones out? I don't know. Pull the baby ones out, and then I think I'll have like two fake teeth or something that will be on the train track. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny? really I don't know. weird. It is funny. Um, but I can't yeah. wait for the update in the chair there on that go. one. <laughs> So by the time you're finished and you've got like perfect yeah. teeth, I'll have a mouthful yep. of metal. So just think of there's the positive. <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where you have been really unprepared for something? As in, you might have turned up to an interview and didn't know what you were doing, uh, yes. or you might have been yeah. So I go there today and I'm like, sure, cool. And I was like, oh, they were like, are you ready to have your braces fitted? And I was like, what is that happening? What you mean right right now? And she was like, yeah, come. And I was like, okay, sure didn't really sort of think about it next minute there was loads of glue going in my mouth and in my head I was thinking fuck I hope they don't put those um you know those ridges on the outside I hadn't even clarified with her what she was doing and she was speaking really quickly and she was like are you okay I was like "Eh, eh, eh, eh." I had all these things anyway you'll be pleased to hear they've done it on the inside and on the bottom on the so basically you can't really see it you can't have, see them i have just eaten 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 for the first time and it is weird so you have to take them out don't you when you eat and then yeah. you have the like that but those things are still on there oh my, oh my god do you know what james has got them judgy james has got them at the moment right. and it has taken him a while to get used to them but now he's just like doesn't even really notice so I'm sure okay good i needed that today because i was just sitting on the bed thinking oh what have i done this is classic me <laughs> signed up for something but not really <laughs> 
at least I'll have shiny white straight teeth. Not really thought it through. Yeah, you will. Exactly. (laughs) Um, How are you? How's everything in your world? I'm good. Yeah, I feel like I've had been living the life recently yes, we had Soho a weekend in Glasgow which was lovely then I was at Soho Farmhouse in the week it's my birthday month so I'm just kind of saying that when people ask why I'm doing so much fun stuff I'm you're like, not Kim well, Kardashian love this month you're not Kim Kardashian <laughs> this is not normal for me this is not my normal <laughs> life so but yeah it's been lovely we had a really lovely weekend I've got a lot of work on and then we're going to be going on holiday so I do feel very lucky at the good moment. and the sun's shining as well I know isn't it wonderful I'm going to go the other side I've been feeling a bit crappy um really unconfident and I don't know for me that's a really big statement because I never really feel I've never heard you say that before no and I don't know whether it's because I'm turning 40 soon and I suddenly I I feel like I stare at my face a lot and I'm like oh god I'm getting older and my skin on my stomach and my boobs and I'm like oh I might go and get my boobs and it's just like I just need to focus on being okay in my skin and sometimes it's really weird and it's and I don't know whether it's hormonal because the majority of the time like I'd say 90% of the time I feel great but just in the last couple of weeks I've really struggled with the sort of maybe aging and changing process of my body um and I, I'm wondering if anyone else is also currently going through that and whether you maybe have any highs and lows around that yeah do you know what I, it's, it's crazy isn't it because I try and think about when I felt most confident in my in my own skin and it's actually probably during pregnancy, which is so weird. But wow. I feel like I felt the most confident during pregnancy because in a weird way, I felt like you don't get judged on your body when you're pregnant. Yes. But actually, <laughs> fast forward however many years since I've been pregnant with Axel and I realised that you actually do get judged <laughs> when you're mm. when you're pregnant. Um, and it's an, it annoys me because I always think that I actually don't care like I've always believed I don't care what other people think like of me I, I really I, I sort of not pride myself on that but I have always had quite thick skin when it's come to yes. comments or anything like that but when I actually take a step back and think oh okay so when were you like most confident it was when I was pregnant because in my head I thought no one was judging me mm. so then I obviously do care what people think don't I because that's the only time that I've ever really felt truly confident in my own skin yeah um, that's amazing I, I've got to agree with you so, elements of that because yeah. you just feel you feel it's almost like a complete and utter level of acceptance mm. like this is this is you know what's going to happen over the next you know nine months or so um and there's nothing that anyone or you can do to change that so yeah, I, yeah like you said even though I found the body changing quite difficult there was actually a sort of feeling of, right, well, this is my situation, so I'm in it. But yeah. when you're outside of that, mm. you f- can feel quite out of control sometimes. And yeah. and, and like anybody that says that they're okay with aging and lines appearing on their face and, you know, body changes and all that stuff, so, I mean, it is quite a hard one to get your head around. And I think 40 is quite a landmark. Like I see that as quite a big, you know, that's basically, I'm I'm hitting middle, like if I live to 80, brilliant great that's halfway through my life it feels quite poignant yeah no I get that and also I think there's so much chat isn't there around I didn't really feel didn't really know who I was until I turned 40 (laughs) I didn't really know and you think oh gosh oh god 
I've got to have all my shit together by that time. <laughs> or find a new me. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, I quite like myself before, but I've got to find a new person. Oh, I, I felt, you know, I felt comfortable in my skin when I turned 40. And you think, oh, oh. okay. Is that, what we're, is that what we're going for? Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, really, it's really tricky. It's so tricky. Yeah. And being... I'd love to find somebody who is truly confident in their own skin to come on here and share their secrets because yes. I don't know anybody actually that is a hundred percent always confident in their own skin. I really mm. don't. I really, really don't know. Anyone. And, and it's, do you know what? You're so right, George. And I think it's, it's a very, it's a very tricky and intricate um, kind of subject because you might feel really confident in your own skin that day. And then you can turn on your social media and this actually links into the conversation that we're going to be having today with our guest. And someone can say something nasty about you, the way you looked, you know, what you, you know, how you sound, your weight, you know, your face, whatever it is, you're just open to it the whole time. And I've mm. spoken before about people send me messages constantly around my weight um you know oh you're looking I'm just a bit worried about you you're looking a little mm. bit thin I'm just a bit worried is your anorexia back or you look too skinny in this photo or so, so I get quite a lot of that even though I am super healthy and eat really well and train and all the rest of it but it mm. does stay with you and it's hard not to keep those 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 thoughts and those and those messages rattling around in your head the whole day long it's quite hard to get rid of them yeah of course and I guess you know sort of moving on to what we're going to be talking about today around comments during pregnancy and stuff. You, you know, you were in the public eye um, mm. when, you know, you were carrying both, yeah. both kids. Did you ever get any comments? Um, I mean, it was just, there was just a comments like, oh, you're carrying a lot of water, aren't you? Any tips for water retention? Like it was, it was almost like backhanded kind of asking for advice, but also telling you that you look a little bit like um, Mike Lazowski. Like it was like... <laughs> sorry I I don't mean to laugh (laughs) no but like stuff like that almost like oh gosh yeah oh you've gained a bit of weight in your pregnancy how do you plan on losing it so I got comments like that rather than outward trolling which our guest today did hundreds and hundreds thousands and thousands of messages around her bump during pregnancy she is a model and always has been a model is you know very long and lean and was carrying her baby you know quite far back and quite high up and you know didn't have a bump I mean she tells a a brilliant story I won't I won't tell it now about you know somebody asking her if she was buying baby clothes for a friend and things like that you know so she has been through and that's kind of just the sort of tip of the iceberg in terms of what she's been through but I think the feeling around you know people feel they can comment on you all the time and what gives anybody the right to try and tear somebody down I just don't understand it why can't we just be in a society because where we're building people up and making them feel okay I know exactly and especially around you know if someone's bump being too small because I think I guess you probably did you probably had the same people sort of saying to you oh you're you know especially first pregnancy you don't actually get that big do you until you're maybe well a lot of Mm. people don't until they're maybe six months pregnant in fact you don't even really you cannot even look pregnant until that stage and I remember that I've spoken about this before not really feeling truly confident until yes I looked like I was pregnant rather than just like had a little bit of a fuller tummy um and I think people don't 
people feel like it's fine to say, oh, you're very small. Oh, you you know, are you sure it's okay? And I, it's weird oh. because I, I think I, I did carry small with Axel. Um, yes. And people sort of said, oh, you're bump small. And I actually felt quite happy about that. <laughs> In my head, I thought, oh, well, that's, you know, that's great. I'm carrying small, you know, brilliant. Like, lucky me. I hopefully have a small, you know, I'm not going to have a massive baby. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, you know, neither James or, or me or James are very big. So, yeah, probably yeah. I'm going to have quite a small baby. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward to 37 weeks, it must have been, maybe 36 weeks. I went for my first appointment in Cheltenham thinking everything was fine. And like just the size of the bump was just like a bit of a sort of trivial <laughs> trivial issue and they turned around and said oh I think you're going to have a really small baby um we need you to start eating more fats like a high fat diet um James Mm -hmm. then coming away he hadn't been to any appointment so he'd only heard from me everything was fine and then he goes into an appointment and they're saying we're going to have a tiny baby we might have to spend some time in hospital um he's thinking oh my gosh like whose fault is this my fault is this your fault you've not been eating like well I just remember it was just a nightmare and the whole point of people saying to me oh your bump's really small me feeling happy I felt dreadful that I'd had those feelings like vanity like I felt absolutely dreadful that when it came to it that actually could be an issue um and I do and I just think that's the whole that's the problem isn't it because so you, you can think in your head oh great all the pros of carrying small Actually, it's only for medical professionals to comment on things like that. Of course it is. It's so dangerous. Of course it is. Of course it is. Commenting on anybody's weight, whether you think somebody looks too slim or you think somebody looks too big, it's just not your job or your no. or your place to do it. I mean, I really do think, and especially when somebody is pregnant, you know, and, and like you said, oh, people commenting on if they're too small, but it's it's like someone coming up to you being like, whew. Because the size of you, when are you yeah. due? Oh, you're popping next week. And you're yeah. like, oh, I've actually got 10 weeks left. And yeah. you're like, you just feel shit for the next 10 weeks because you're like, oh, am I too big? Do I look too massive? Oh, all this stuff. It's just it's just really weird that we feel that we can and we should. Um, so we really wanted to bring you this conversation today. If you have ever experienced anything around this subject, whether it be, you know, bump shaming for being too big, bump shaming for being too small, whatever it is, stick around. It's a really, really wonderful chat by somebody who hasn't actually, uh, we don't think, done a podcast before we're going to get an insight into her life being a mum of two and all the add-ons George who are we chatting to today today we are chatting to Emma McVeigh So joining us on the podcast today, mum of two to Chester and to Primrose. Uh, she's married to ex Geordie Shaw star, Gary. Uh, she's a model. Uh, she's been on the receiving end recently of some pretty horrendous trolling, which we're going to uh, touch on today um, during uh, her pregnancy and afterwards, all about her weight. You know what? She's going through it. She's got some health conditions, which we're going to chat to her about today. Um, I just feel like this is going to be an absolutely wonderful conversation. Please welcome to the podcast, Emma McVeigh. Yay! How are you, Emma? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. 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 So we obviously tried to record this last week, but same as everyone, everyone's kids are getting sick at the moment. <laughs> what is going on? I just feel like as soon as one of them gets it and you get them right, the next one gets it. So we've literally just had sickness for about two weeks in our yeah. house. Yeah. Um, 
But touch wood, me and Gary haven't got it yet. That's the one, isn't it? Because you're obviously being really sympathetic towards your children, but then you're in your back of your mind, you're thinking, don't get too close because I really <laughs> don't want to get this sickness bug because if I go down with it, we're all fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chester's not getting out of my bed now because when he's falling, he stays in my bed. Afterwards, he's like, I'm still poorly. I'm like, yeah. really? So he keeps trying to kick Gary into the spare room um, <laughs> and he keeps trying to get in my bed still. <laughs> are you are you guys co-sleepers anyway or would, would them being no. in your bed be kind of unusual? Yeah, we're not co-sleepers. The kids are really good um, in their own beds. I mean, I do love it when, you, you know, they have a night in your bed. It is really nice. Yeah. But um, no, we... We don't costly. Quite, yeah, like you said, though, it's quite nice when they come in for a little cuddle, isn't it? Um, Emma, talk to us about um, what's been going on recently because you, you have been on a, a massive journey. You've been on the receiving end of some pretty horrendous things. So just let's 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 go back to when you found out that you were pregnant with Chester. Um, yeah, that was, so that will be five years ago now that I found out. Obviously, Chester's far and a bit now. Um, I think the trolling back then was bad. Like I got trolling really, really bad with Chester, far worse than I have since. Um, I think it was more the size of me. My bump size was tiny. I had a really small bump, but he was um, quite long. So I feel Mm. like he was really stretched up and right in my back. I got a lot. I mean, people said I was faking my pregnancy, that I didn't eat that he was going to be ill. Yeah, I got a lot of hate when I was pregnant with Chester. And this is all for first time mum or first pregnancy. Was that quite worrying for you? My bump size? Yeah. To be honest, it wasn't because I didn't have to have any growth scans whatsoever. Because Mm. for my size and my waist, they actually said it was quite normal. It, it did look really small, but I did actually gain a lot of weight for me. And my mm-hmm. waist was normally so, so tiny. Like I have got a tiny waist that my bump for that size was actually normal. And he wasn't a bad size. Like he was, I mean, he was only 6'2". He was little. I just didn't stretch that much. I mean, I don't know what you guys were like. Back I'm then I used too. to work out yeah. and stuff. I feel like it held me mm. in. I mean, it's 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 one side of the coin if you're coming up small on your scans. But that's, that's something else. But when people are publicly shaming you and mm. trolling you for the size of your bump, that must have had an impact. Just just talk to us how you were during that period and I guess what it kind of did to you during your pregnancy with Chester. If I'm totally honest, I probably didn't gain much weight with Chester, probably due to stress. Um, mm. It was it, it was an awful pregnancy. I feel like I couldn't enjoy it. Um, obviously, Gary was in... Gary was still in Geordie Shaw when I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, There was all the media. There was things going on in Geordie Shaw. And to be honest, I could not enjoy that pregnancy. I had hate from everyone. Um, And I don't don't think I really posted much of my bump because when I did, I'd get hate. Oh, Emma. So... Yeah, looking. I, I mean, even now I say I would love a pregnancy where I could, one, enjoy it, and two, I was healthy, so I actually had mm. some energy with it. Um, Primrose, I didn't get trolled like I did with Chester or anything like that, but obviously my health's taken impact on Primrose's. Um, so I do say now from how bad I found both pregnancies, I would like to have a pregnancy and actually enjoy it. Mm. Talk to us about, you know, the health issues that you've been experiencing. I mean, I didn't know that I had any health issues when I was pregnant with Primrose. Um, It was afterwards when 
I do faint and I fainted a lot in both pregnancies. But after I'd had Primrose, I was fainting, fainting like three times a week. Um, my heart felt like it was like beating out of my chest. Um, and I just had to keep ringing the doctors because I was like, there's something not right. And it was in COVID time, so it, it wasn't easy. And then I found out... Um, that I needed heart surgery and then I ended up in hospital with ulcerative colitis Um, so that explained why I was so drained and fatigued I mean pregnancy does like completely drain you Mm. but it completely wiped me like I just felt like I couldn't do anything and everyone was like you know you've only got a small bump like you shouldn't be that tired Um, I feel like because you've got a small bump people think that there's not a child in you that's still weighing you yeah. down. Yeah. Yes. So do you think you, you're judged diff, like in a different way and treated differently because you're not, you don't look like you're carrying a huge load? Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, we moved house. That norm, I know that normally if you have a big bump, people are like, don't lift that. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. And I feel like because I never really looked pregnant, no one really said that. Or was like, yeah. remember you're pregnant. I never really got that with either pregnancies. And I do think it's mm. because, obviously, I was so small. I mean, I went and bought Primrose some clothes from Next once. And I remember them saying, oh, is it a gift? And I was like, oh, no, I'm eight months pregnant. Like, it's for my wow. baby. We'll be right back after this short break. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Emma, what was the reaction from people when you had to say to them, and no, actually, I'm, I'm three weeks away from giving birth? They were shocked. They were always like, oh, God, you're so small. You're tiny. And I think people think you'd take it as a compliment. But what I never really got to have, I mean, with Chester, I didn't do a pregnancy shoot. So the reason I don't really gain weight is because my heart's literally at 100 mile per hour. And I can't, I don't, the um, bowel disease that I've got makes it really hard for me to gain weight as well. So that's a mixture of why I don't gain weight. But I don't think they had anything to do with the size of my bump. It's sort of baffling to me that we we feel that we can comment on people's bumps. Yeah. And Georgia and I have this discussion a lot. It's, it's not up to somebody else to turn around to you to tell you whether you've got a big, medium or small size bump. In fact, it's not anybody's job to turn around to you and comment on your fucking bump, actually. No. It gets me really annoyed. It's the same <laughs> as people coming up to you that don't know you that want to touch your bump. I'm oh always like, yeah. you haven't asked me if 
touch my bumper or not like this is my body so I, what, what what are your sort of views and opinions on people telling you the size of your bum like where, where, where's your head up on that non-medical people you know like you can take yeah. it from a doctor or a midwife because yeah. you understand but just from random people like commenting on your size in general and then more so when you're pregnant um like h- how has that affected you I mean luckily I didn't let it, with Chester like it did. It really got to me. My pregnancy with Primrose, not so much. I don't know. I feel like I've put like a barrier up to these comments. Like I've had comments about my size, my weight, my pregnancy bumps all the time. But with pregnancy bumps, I just think that it is not for someone else to comment on. I mean, some mm. women might be like, oh my God, my bump's huge. I've got stretch marks. I've got to deal with this forever. Like they might have lost confidence from it um, because everybody does. I mean, I've got stretch marks, even though I supposedly didn't gain weight and things like this. Mm. You lose a little bit of confidence with that, especially when people pick it out. Mm. I think there's been a huge shift, maybe like with Instagram, like this whole body confidence sort mm-hmm. of movement which I guess favours fuller figures, fuller Mm -hmm. bodies, bigger bumps. You know, like you say, you didn't want to do a pregnancy shoot maybe because you felt like your bump wasn't big enough. And I do think that, you know, we wouldn't wouldn't shame somebody if, if we said to them, wow, you've got so big during your pregnancy you would never hear that would you you wouldn't woman to woman what you would never you would never do that to somebody so why do people feel like it's okay to point out that you're small see this I've said this for so long and it is such a touchy subject that like this is probably why I don't speak out about it because I feel like you know you don't comment on a woman's size if they're bigger you just don't you wouldn't say that but it's okay to comment on people if they're small and it's you know for me I mean I'm constantly in like baggy t-shirts and joggers because if I wore something tight I feel disgusting like I can say to Gary I just feel so disgusting like I've not got a bum like I just look like a ruler like I I could look like a child's body, but it's okay for people because it's small to comment on me. Mm. But it is yeah. such a touchy subject. Like like you say, there's this whole thing about body confident and stuff, but it is always people who are that little bit bigger. But if I was to put on a bikini or lingerie and say like body confident, I can guarantee I would get some backlash. Mm. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I suffered really badly from anorexia during my 20s and people still message me now, even though I'm healthy and have done my recovery and everything people still message me now and if they see me if they think I'm looking a bit too thin saying oh, I'm really worried about you has your anorexia come back you're looking really skinny and I and I'm like I'm nearly 40 I'm not anorexic any longer I've spoken about it also you know it could have been a camera angle or and plus I don't think it comes from worry I I, I don't I think no. people are very quick like you said to point out when somebody is too thin in their eyes too thin mm-hmm. where actually you know fast metabolism train really well eat healthily you know this is just the shape that I am. It, I find it very hard to get my head around. So I imagine you probably feel the same way because everybody should just back off and stop talking about your weight. So it's well, horrible. This is it. And I think as well, with things like anorexia, people say to me, you're anorexic. And I think, imagine if I actually was and I yeah. was going through yeah. that and you're literally just saying to me, you're anorexic, eat a burger. But it's okay for them to say that. I mean, people will openly comment it on, on, like, on like photos and it 
that's for everyone to see and it's fine to do so like it can mm. it completely baffles me you you have a daughter emma how do you think this is going to influence the way that you raise her honestly it scares me to social media with the kids prim's so well she was chunky and she's just come out of nappies and had a growth spurt and i said to gary the other day i was like oh she's she's getting little like she looks really dinky and I was like, I just want her to have like, I don't want her to grow up stick thin like me. Um, same with Chester, because we actually get stick for being thin or people commenting us, even if it is genetic. And now, I, like, I do look at the kids and think, and Gary says it as well, like, are they going to grow up and be skinny? And like, is Chester going to get hurt for being a skinny boy? Or is Prim going to end up like me, where if she can't gain weight properly, she's going to deal with it? Was Was Gary getting any comments about your, um, you know, the way that you looked, your appearance, your weight? Was he receiving any messages about it? Yeah, I mean, people have always said to Gary, like, oh... Emily needs to eat a burger or when he first got with me more more so when he first got me with me it was like oh she's skinny like look at the state of her god it's hell it makes you want to delete the app forever you touched just on your um health conditions and that that you found out sort of during covid times and you had to spend sort of a time away from the children while you're in hospital how was that for you i'd actually not spent time away from the kids ever not even a night and then I was in there I think six nights in total and it was it was so hard I remember when I first went in and I thought oh I'll be out within a day like we'll sort it out Mm. and then they said it'd be a short stay and I thought a short stay would be like one two nights and they were like no a short stay is like a week and it was it was just horrific um obviously I wasn't even allowed visitors so what we did is I could go down to the lunch area Primrose was really small so how how Primrose didn't really know what was going on at all. Um, So Primrose didn't come. Chester found it really, really, really hard for me to be away. Um, Obviously, he's that little bit older, so he understands. And I do feel like we have to be honest with him. Um, Mm. As honest as we can be, like we're not going into full detail about like the surgery or anything like that. But he does know like mummy's got a poorly heart and things like that because I, I worry that, he'll end up with issues if we lie to him and then he's traumatised by finding out. um, But being away from them, it was just, it was awful. The kids were unsettled. It was hard on Gary. Um, Yeah, that is my most anxious time and I'm feeling so anxious about when I do go back into hospital that's what I worry more about than anything yeah Um, Emma so so tell us about that period obviously after you had Primrose obviously you're a young mum you're exhausted you're up doing the night feeds you said you were breastfeeding all the rest of it and then you discover that you actually do have quite you know a couple of quite serious health conditions just tell us about those and tell us what the prognosis is and I'm hoping for some happy news some positive news (laughs) so so yeah, I did not expect it. Um, we thought it was my iron. Um, and then they said, no, your bloods are fine. Because at first with pregnancies, they always said it's probably blood pressure while you're fainting. Yeah. And then when I wasn't pregnant, I was like, my blood pressure's fine. My iron's fine. Um, and I fainted again and I was with the kids and I was in Zara and I was like, no, like there's something wrong. Like it's dangerous because I'm on my own mm. with the kids. Um, and I'm ringing, I'm saying, no, there's something definitely wrong. And uh I asked for a call back because they were like, no, everything's fine. And they said, oh, well, we'll pop um, a heart monitor on. So they put a heart monitor on. And then they called back the next day saying, oh, you've just got a couple of extra beats, nothing serious. We're going to send you for a three-day heart monitor. So I had that. And then 
the nurse, the doctor rang a bit a bit after and she said, we think it's to do with your blood pressure when you're standing up, but we're just going to check. So then I went for an echo. So they did the ultrasound. Um, mm-hmm. They're not supposed to tell you there and then, but I think they were a bit taken back. Right. Um, and they, they were just like, oh, you, you need open heart surgery. Like you, you need surgery doing. And I was like, what? And I don't think I, it actually sunk in. I don't think it sunk in until probably a couple of months ago. I feel like I was still in a little yeah. bit of shock. Mm. Then I had the stress with that. And I think that brought on my colitis, which I didn't know that I had. What's colitis, Emma? Um, so that's a bowel disease. It's like okay. ulcers um, and they bleed, but they it Ooh. just completely wipes you, like it drains you. Um, so I was in hospital. Yeah, obviously I was in hospital with that. And at the minute that's quite under control, but that has stopped me having my surgery. Right. Because it's an autoimmune disease. So it's, it's they're trying to work together. That has to be okay for me to recover from heart surgery, basically. Just, I was just going to ask how you are sort of day to day now, like your energy with the kids. And yeah, I, re- I read an article about you the other day saying like, we're not going to have any more kids until I've got myself sorted. So you've got to get yourself sorted first, Emma. And then... I mean, I'm not allowed. They point blank said like, you mm. cannot get pregnant. You can't get pregnant. Yeah, as soon as once I am sorted and recovered, and that'll probably be a good year after, obviously, because you've totally got to repair, then I do want another child, yeah. You do. Yeah. And you want to enjoy this pregnancy. <laughs> I want to enjoy it, yeah, and I want to have energy and... And probably because it's a hard age gap at the minute. And so all of these sort of issues, how, do you think it's had an impact on your relationship? Because you mentioned that, you know, you didn't have any energy and you have, you know, Chester doesn't ever want to go to someone else and he's quite clingy. To be honest, we've never been, people would think it, we've never been that wild on a night anyway. So like, we'd always have dinner. <laughs> like, we'll still watch movies. Um, we don't go out as much, but... We do actually prefer like having nights in and cooking and movies. And we all, I mean, our main thing that we did before kids was go to the cinema. Like it's not that crazy anyway. So, Mm. I mean, it has had like a little bit of an effect. You know, Gary's had to see me go through it and we are going through it and it has been stressful. But if I'm totally honest, we try and we don't, we don't talk about it at the minute. Like, I don't feel like we have time to, with two kids, you're so busy and we're just kind of dealing with it when the time comes. We know that, you know, there'll be so much help around. So yeah, we just dig in. Best piece of advice that you would give a new parent, a new mum, all the piece of advice that you've been given that stayed with you? I'd say don't rush like the milestones. Um, do you know when people stress so much about oh, my baby's not walking yet, or they're not crawling, or they look at someone else and they're doing this. I mean, Chester didn't even crawl. And I feel like we all stress about it so much. Like, I wanted to keep mine in baby grows for so long. Like, yeah. Because they grow up so fast. Um, so I just say enjoy the moment. I love, love that. that. And products that you love? So I was thinking about this. Baby-wise, I would probably say a sleeping bag yeah. and swaddles. Mine slept so well with swaddles and sleeping bags. White noise machine, oh, still yeah. both have one. Yeah. And now bath crayons because Primrose is a nightmare getting in the bath. I feel like sometimes girls really hate water at the beginning. I think I yes, had that with Gigi. Yeah. yeah, it really scares them. Like it's, it's scary for them. I don't know. Maybe it's not just a girl thing. Maybe it's a coincidence, but I have found that. Yeah. Emma, thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with everything. We're keeping thank all you. our fingers and toes crossed that you make a really speedy recovery. 
recovery. And also, I think Georgia and I really wanted to say, you know, keep keep beating the drum around this yeah. subject because it's really important for everybody to stop commenting on people's weight. It's yeah. got nothing to do with anybody else. And the only way we change that and change people's opinions is from people like you speaking out. So thank exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So brave of her to come on and open up like that. And you could tell that actually potentially maybe at the beginning she didn't really want to go into it as in you never want to put yourself out there because you're really open to then getting trolled again so you know we are really grateful to Emma for having that chat with us because um, I reckon loads of people go through it they just don't really ever talk about it yeah absolutely and that something that really stayed with me she sort of said I, I, you know, I just dress in baggy t-shirts and and, and tracksuit bottoms because I would never wear anything fitted because of what people would say. Mm. And I just wonder, you know, going to baby groups or, you know, mum, mummy coffee mornings and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the sort of chat is usually like probably 90% around oh, you know, I, I can't fit into my jeans yet. Or if we're, if we're talking about weight and, and body image, yep. I can't fit into my jeans yet. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm bigger. And I, the narrative is probably very rarely around being small, but there will be so many women who feel mm. like they don't fit into these groups because that's not their frame. And that's mm. not, you know, that's not their reality. Um, and I just, yeah, I just think it, that we'd, we're doing so much around body positivity, but actually it's not inclusive. It's mm. not inclusive for everyone at the moment. No, um, I totally agree with And you, it George. needs to be, it really needs to be, because we talk about body shapes and, you know, everyone's beautiful, but there is a gap. There really is. There's, there's a sort of a, we are missing the other end, you know, maybe people who are... Uh, tea a lot smaller that kind we don't we don't see a lot of that yeah I'll just jump in here George because you know I, I I worry and I'm scared about posting photographs of myself in a bikini I'd like to inspire people to kind of say you know you you know you can be fit and you can be healthy and you can eat well and but also for people that have got fast metabolisms like me to mm. show them that there is somebody that looks like them too yeah, but I'm scared exactly. I'm going to get hate. It is a, it, like you said, there is a gap, so definitely needs to change. So yes, as always, thank you for listening and thank you for being here for it. Um, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and give the podcast a little follow. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and if you have seen anybody um, in the parenting space that you'd like to hear from, then please do drop us a DM on Instagram. We are at Made by Mummers, and we will be back on Friday. Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.